Welcome back to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. This is episode 20, and I'm your host today, Tyler Erlinson. I'm joined here with my co-hosts, Marcus Keller. How's it going, everybody? And Jake Jude. What's going on? What's going on? We have a ton to get to today. And by a ton, I mean a ton because we missed last week and we apologize for that. But we'll make up for it in this jam-packed episode. All right. So kicking things off, we're going to go back to how we always do with our fake sponsor of the week. Marcus, take her away. Thanks, Tyler. Um, I would like to remind our listeners out there that our fake sponsor of the week is just a placeholder for a real sponsor, which we think we will someday be able to attain. This week's episode of the Vancouver Boys podcast is brought to you by Dr. Bonnie Henry. The Vancouver Boys fully endorse Dr. Bonnie Henry's proposal for more government-funded glory holes around the province. (laughs) Bonnie Henry, we're still almost through this. (laughs) (laughs) You what? Oh my goodness! I feel gracious. like I feel like people forgot about that too quickly. That yeah. she actually said that in yeah. a real press yeah, if conference. If you're gonna have sex with someone, have it through a glory yeah. hole. Use a glory <laughs> hole, like a civilized person. Yeah, you know, fine. have some class. Yeah, listen to the government. <laughs> you know what? I'm just gonna walk around the streets with a piece of plexiglass with a hole in the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think that might land you in jail. <laughs> All right, maybe plywood. Yeah. There you go. That's better. Yeah, yeah. No one will something, know. Something not see-through. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> and a reminder, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitch now at Vancouver Boys Podcast. And for more serious inquiries, you can email us at VancouverBoysHockey at gmail.com. So jumping into things, like always, let's jump into a little bit of Canucks news or lack thereof, <laughs> yeah. uh, we can start with the uh, Win Hughes and Elias Pettersson not being signed yet. How does that make yeah. you guys feel? Big news there, eh? <laughs> Big news. <laughs> it troubles me, but uh, not all that much because people had the same thing with uh, Brock Besser a couple years ago, and I believe he got signed during the third day of training camp. So I- I'm not overly worried. Uh, these guys are represented by the same agent, J.P. Barry. Uh, he has a long history with uh, Jim Benning, including getting him to sign Louis Erickson. Um, th- this deal will get done. I'm not worried about it. I'm more worried about what happens after the deal is done when their contracts are up. But they will both sign in Vancouver. I'm, I'm pretty confident about that. So are we looking at like a six by six? Or are we looking at like a 16 by 16? Two six by sixes. It's a wet dream for you, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Any chance? Oh, someone's signing a contract? Must be a six by six. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're... Uh, go to. They're going to be short-term contracts. Um, bridge deals. Bridge deals, yes. And uh, honestly, the only concerning thing that I've seen really is that I follow a lot of Canucks news sources... And it has been radio silence for two weeks. There has been absolutely no rumors, no updates. There's been nothing on these contracts, which you can look at it in a glass half full, as in that means they're not fighting. They're probably not super far away. There's just, you know, a bit of negotiation going on. And uh, yeah, just hope they get it done soon so I can uh, finally get a good night's sleep. It's weird that there's been more media attention on the Minnesota Wild (laughs) than the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's been... <laughs> well, good news for Vancouver is I did see a video of uh, Pod Cozen on the ice, mm-hmm. just absolutely dancing some goalies. So uh, 
He's looking good. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited about him. I really hope he makes the team. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be pumped. Yeah, I'd love to see like a good Russian player in Vancouver again. I'm, oh, man, I was so fired up when they drafted him. I really hope he makes the team this year. I He'll think, probably be third-line capacity, but... Yeah, no, he yeah. will be. I, I think he, there, there's going to be a lot of healthy competition in the middle six roles for Vancouver this year, and he's going to be a part of that. So I, I'm really interested to see what he'll do. He'll have a lot of veteran leadership, but there's also going to be some young guys like Hoaglander helping push for spots too. So it'll be interesting to see kind of who has chemistry with who and who can do what. And even if your top line players aren't performing, you can drop them down to the third line and easily move some of these guys up to, to fill. So, it, yeah, uh, yeah, you could always move Hoaglander down to the third line. Pearson's definitely going to be down on the third line. Uh, Garland will be up on the second line. He could maybe play on the first line in a pinch if there's injuries. I think that first line's pretty set. Yeah, I, I mean, if there's injuries line. or something, like if someone's <laughs> yeah. out of the lineup, you can you know you can move them up and not be terrified. Like last year when we had. Um, believe it was Miller that was out for a couple days. Mm. They had Jake Vertanen on the top line. Absolutely. So I won't be seeing that again. Nope. (laughs) Certified local boy. No, no, he's not. His local boy status has been revoked. (laughs) Ah, All right. Um, In other Canucks news, uh, we found out that to attend Vancouver Canucks games, you will have to be double vaccinated. So, if you want to go watch the Canucks play, go get shot. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Like, in BC, at least, there's the uh, new passport thing. So, to do just about anything, you're going to need to get your shot. Yeah, I was going to say that, too. A lot Pol- of people... Politics aside, it's happening. Like, Yep. It, well, that I was just going to say that a, a lot of people have been upset with the Canucks for implementing this rule. But I feel like a lot of people aren't realizing they, they didn't have a choice. It's It's a government mandated thing they they have to do it they can't sit there and say oh well you know you can you can come to our games you're fine like they they have to legally enforce it so i think there's going to be some very upset people about this yeah well i mean it is what it is you know (laughs) for those for those people out there that aren't vaccinated well you know maybe they wouldn't have been going to games anyway or maybe if they're season ticket holders maybe they won't be season ticket holders moving forward exactly so there's there's two kind of sides to this and i don't think there's really a right side and a wrong side in terms of like the business perspective of it it's just kind of it is what it is which it is, is which what is, it is, which is, which is what it is classic todd Bertuzzi. <laughs> it is what it is exactly so that's that's pretty much all we can say on that well i mean going off the vaccine i think it's only fitting that we jump into the goof of the week now. <laughs> what a goof! Wow, you got it first try. <laughs> Hell yeah, I did. We finally didn't yeah, get I Tyler pro- moaning. I programmed one. the button. Figured, <laughs> yeah, I know. Now that we got the guy that knows what button he put them on. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Uh, welcome to the goof of the week. This is my segment where I scour the internet and I look for the player, team, coach, or organization uh, in professional sports or in the sporting world in general and try to find the uh, story where someone has just completely made a fool of themselves or a goof of themselves. This week, it is pretty obvious who I'm going to go with, the Arizona Coyotes. They have been told by the city of Glendale, Arizona, to get the f- out. They are not going to be in Glendale starting in the fall of 2022. Yeah, this is pretty much all their fault. They're like over a million dollars in debt to the city, and uh, yeah, it's over for them. Uh, there are some people that think that they're going to stay in Arizona. They're going to move to a place called Tempe in Arizona, 
apparently there's a stadium there they could move to, but the majority of people think that we're going to have a relocation on our hands pretty soon. No. Well, I I got to say, that was actually breaking news to me. I didn't know about this. Did this happen while we were camping or something? Like, I, I didn't uh, know this I, I was think going it came on. Out a couple days ago. Yeah, it, it might have been when you were camping. But, Somehow uh, I completely missed this. Yeah, no, yeah. Arizona is uh, looking like they're going to get relocated. Uh, not this season, but the season after. That's interesting because I oh, also look, just saw that at the... Uh, Giala? Is that how yeah, that's pronouned? That's, that's in Glendale. Uh, uh, they're Gila, good. I think it's pronounced Gila Arena, but it, doesn't Gila. it only matters for another season. Yeah, anyway. they're good this season, but next season they got to figure something else out. Yeah, yeah. They've, just, they've just updated their center ice logo back to their uh, retro yeah. Kachina. Yeah, Kachina. Kachina uh, logo. And so that kind of ungoofs them a little bit. They went back to a pretty sick logo. Great, but they're still getting relocated. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> that's true. No, for sure. That that's going to be a big problem. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of hard to be the it's, it's kind of hard to be the Arizona Coyotes if you're playing in Houston. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you're yeah. The t- it looks to me like this team is going to be moved to Houston. So, and we can speculate further down the road when we have more a boycotting on the this. NHL if they relocate. <laughs> Yeah, sucks for anyone who has uh, property in Arizona. <laughs> yeah, do we know anyone that has property there? I don't. I I don't. <laughs> yeah. uh, no. Yeah, and I think we actually uh, had a question this week, so about this um this story. So we can quickly nod nod to them. Uh, Marcus, do you have the name on hand there? Yeah, I do. Aiden sent a message to our Instagram inbox when we asked for questions this week, and he said. Why doesn't the NHL just realize that keeping the Coyotes in Arizona is a mistake? Yeah. I think they did. <laughs> yeah, I think they figured that out. Yeah. yeah. So, there you go. So, you brought up Houston. Do you think that's the most likely, I mean, other than Milwaukee, which we talked <laughs> about. <right. laughs> yeah. All mill. Oh, quick reference the, to what, episode 14? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I think it's pretty much a, a done deal. There's a stadium there. There's a buying group that's interested there. Um, there's a population that is super, super passionate about uh, the Rockets and the Texans. Um, oh, and the Astros, uh, of course. How could I forget about the Astros? <laughs> Cheaters. The, the, the Astros are like the, the reigning champs of being goofs. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think it's a done. It, it isn't a done deal, but I think it's pretty close to that. They're going to Houston, which I like. I just don't want to. I don't want to see the Houston Coyotes. I want to see a no. They've, they've got to do a rebrand for sure. Yeah. Houston horseshoes. I've heard arrows. People saying, Houston "Oh, that arrows." Yeah, because they they don't exist anymore, do they? That was the team that Gordy Howe went to in the W or the WHA. Yeah, the WHA uh, after he left the NHL. They were called the Houston Arrows. But I don't know if there is a team right now, like in some lower down league, with the same name. Yeah, no. If there's not, that would be kind of cool to see that kind of come back. Yeah, I'm liking that stuff. I I, I always love it when they bring back like old kind of. Almost forgotten things like that. I like that. Tyler, do you want to weigh in on it? I know that this no. is an emotional topic for you. <laughs> but yeah, Tyler's actually got some skin in the game here with uh, yeah, condo guy. in Arizona. It's okay. Might have to sell it and get a condo in Houston. It's not a, it's <laughs> yeah. not a condo. Oh, it's, not, oh. No, it's just it a property, right? Some family has property there or something. Yeah, yeah. a five-bedroom house. Big old house. Holy Jesus, okay. Um, yeah, I'm sad. Yeah. I'm sad. <laughs> That's all I can say. Heard it here um, first, folks. Tyler yeah. is sad. Yeah, Tyler's reaction to this story. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, last time I went up there, I went to a game. It was, it was great. It was Arizona against Vegas. Mm-hmm. 
It was an awesome game. Arizona actually won. Wow. I know. I was surprised. <laughs> Very impressive. <laughs> but, I mean, it makes sense on why they should relocate. It's just, who am I supposed to go watch now? I got to yep. drive all the way to Vegas. <laughs> I understand, yeah. So. Anyway, yeah, there you go. Biggest goofs of the week. Arizona I guess keeping on with uh, Arizona, uh, we can talk about the Arizona native, Awesome Matthews. He uh, he just had surgery. <laughs> he did, yeah. And you, we know how much uh, Marcus loves talking about Austin Matthews and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Matthews is hurt. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not hurt anymore. He just had surgery. That's right. Which is exciting news for Leaf fans. Six-week recovery. Yep. Yeah, he said he be... should be done in time for the season. Yeah. Which is exciting. It was good. Yeah. So what was the surgery on? Was it to reduce his forehead? You, oh, <laughs> Jesus. Reduce the size of his forehead. A mustache removal. Yeah. Mr. Potato Head. Yeah. He's uh, probably going to get a bit more of a workload this year with uh, Zach Hyman being gone. So That's yep. very true. He and better be healthy for that. <laughs> and also another player who left Toronto, Joe Thornton just signed in Man, look Look at you in these segues. Oh, my God. This is incredible. Right. Tyler's our permanent host Yeah, now. what the hell? It's almost like you guys lined this up perfectly. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, you know, no place to give yourself better odds at winning the cup than going to Florida. Hey, honestly, I could see it next year. They're I, a good team, but I mean, they haven't made it out of the first round since, like, 1996. But, I mean, hey, it's a good place to retire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's thinking long yeah, term. He's <laughs> going to go down there and sprain his pinky. Ah, yes, I better retire. Yeah. The other thing I got to say is they're taking Thornton on in a fourth line role. They're not playing him with Marner and Matthews on the top line. So this <laughs> yeah. seems like maybe more of a fit for Jumbo Joe anyway. <laughs> yeah, it makes a little bit more sense this time. Yeah, he's, he's going to be rocking some fourth line minutes for sure. Yeah, well, on a 750, he took a league minimum contract. That's, yeah. Yeah. It'd be hilarious if they did plunk him on the first line, though. Sorry, yeah. Barkov, you're moving down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, Barkov down, yeah. Huberto, Joe Thornton, and Sam Bennett. Yeah, no, he's I, going out there to play with probably or Sam Reinhardt, Bennett whoever they play on that line. Honestly, though, I, I like the move for Florida. I think it makes oh, a lot yeah, of sense. I, mean, I think that's a great contract. It's a good pickup. Lots yeah. of leadership. Can't Absolutely. go wrong with that. Yeah. Veteran goaltending. <laughs> I mean, hey, if we want to speak on uh, questionable goaltending, <laughs> let's just throw it over to this UC Soros contract. Oh, my God. You know, honestly, I can't even be mad at a segue like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, he's not oh. questionable. He just comes up two inches short. Yeah. He's just, <laughs> oh. I, mean, I mean, the contract comes up a little short. The height's a little short. It kind of all makes sense. Yeah. It is a fantastic contract. I have no problems with this. Five million over four, five million a year for four years. I mean, seems like a pretty good deal for the best goalie in the league. Would be the best goalie in the league, right? If he was two inches tall, I don't even think he would be. No, <laughs> I think he'd have to be like six inches taller, <laughs> like six foot five. But you agree it's a matter of height. Then. <laughs> well, he was only a little uh, taller. Eh. You'll see, because he's this right. year is going to be his first like year where he is 100% the one and only starter. Uh, no questions asked from the beginning to the end of the season. This season this season will really give us a good idea of how good of a goalie he is, especially because, you know, they traded out Ellis and Ardvidsson, which I'm coming to terms with. But, they, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're going to be a weaker team this year, and if they want to make the playoffs, he's going to have to be the best goalie in the league. 
Or pretty close to it. Yeah, that's fair. And uh, they drafted a goalie, did they not? They did. That uh, Russian? 2020 draft, Yaroslav Askarov. He, but he's a few years out. I, I He's got good potential, so... Yeah, he does. He's just got to, someone's got to duct tape his stick to his glove hand <laughs> so he doesn't keep fucking throwing it around. Yeah. Or yeah, someone's exactly. got to teach him that he's supposed to hold his stick in the right hand, not the left yeah. hand. Yeah. 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 yeah I don't, if, he's if, working it out. Yeah. He'll figure it out eventually. <laughs> For those who don't get the reference, he played in the World Juniors the year right right after he was drafted. Yeah, and, it, was, uh, it was when the World Juniors were in Vancouver. I think. Yeah. It was here. I was, no, I was it was not here. Oh, it was the year after. That's, it was the Edmonton. Oh, oh, it's okay. It was like Edmonton Red Deer. I All think. right. Well, whenever oh, right, it was, right. yeah, it but was. yeah, there was. So he had a habit of any time he would scramble on the ice, his stick would just get launched to the corners. It was <laughs> kind of a weird thing, but he, but he looked great. He did look really good. He looks yeah. The uh, Ian Clark, he would be unreal. Yeah. Too bad they don't have <laughs> Ian Clark. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Canucks finally locked one guy up. <laughs> yeah. Could make for good trade bait too, though, if Soros is as good as he should be and it better um, could, could create good competition. Though, yeah. Too. Like it, it's going to be interesting when Askarov comes into his prime because that's still four to five years out. But you know, you see Saros is only like 25 and that's so. like when Saros mm-hmm. is looking for a new contract. So exactly. Yeah. So yeah, Preds are lined up pretty good back there. Yeah. yeah. So well, you guys just want to keep talking about the Preds? Like, I mean, like, I have no problem with well, that. Well, I don't I mean, think hey, we have any more Preds oh, no. content to go over. No, but we can uh, we can jump from an, to an ex-Predator, <laughs> Kevin Fiala. These transitions no, are I just mean, silky smooth. Exactly. Dude, how do we go to hosting next week? <laughs> we can't. <laughs> Who just signed a $5.1 million contract? Yeah, for one year. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, that was kind of weird. Yeah, he's like, weird. oh, God, just get me out of Minnesota. Pretty much. <laughs> it's kind of like a Taylor Hall contract last year with Buffalo. What did he get, like $9 million by one year or something <laughs> exactly. like that? Yeah. yeah it is. That That's, to me, that reads deadline pickup. That's what that's what I think he's so, going to be. No, to me, that reads, I'm betting on myself. Oh, you think I'm, so? Oh, yeah, I think he, well, they're not going to trade him. You know, no. no, I think this team's going to compete at, for a playoff spot. Look at I, where I think they're going to be. You think they're going to be bottom of the division? I hope so. I didn't say bottom. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> I didn't say bottom, but you have to think if, if you're Minnesota. Who, you, these who, divisions are going back to normal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I'm not saying they're going to be the worst in the division, but I'm saying if they kind of have a feeling when the deadline comes around that, you know, they're not running deep here. They, they don't have a core they can build around either right now to go to a cup. You can get some wicked prospects out of him. The Minnesota Wild. Yeah, you they think... They do have a decent core. You think they can build a contender out of what they have? I think they can build a better contender now than they were trying to build in 2012 when they signed Parise and Suter. Yeah, Maybe, but, but the bar is pretty low, man. <laughs> <laughs> and arguably, you didn't ask me. <laughs> and arguably their two best players in Fiala and Kaprizov. Yeah, don't want to be there. Uh, probably might not be there next year. But, but that's what I mean. If he could walk at the end of the season anyway, trade him. Well, like, what could you get for Fiala, especially on this contract? If you give him to a contender that thinks, again, they are one piece away. They just need that little, that little bit of Kevin Fiala on well, their team. He did right. come out of his own last year. Last year was a phenomenal year for him. Michael Granlin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Canucks legend. Uh, no, you're thinking of oh, Marcus sorry, Granlin. Marcus Granlin. I'm talking about Michael Granlin, the player he was traded <laughs> yeah, for. Sorry. Yes. I actually I actually saw Marcus Granlin in uh, 
a McDonald's when I was working downtown a little while back. Really? He walked in there and he had he had his head down, like his hat right over his head. Yeah, I would be too if I was Marcus Grant. He's, like, he's like he's like trying to get his food and stuff real quick. I'm like, bro, you're not that important. Yeah. <laughs> he's kind of like looking around and it's like, dude, nobody cares. Just get your food and peace. Yeah. But uh, yeah, interesting character, that's for sure. I think that, look, if we're going to entertain the possibility of the Minnesota Wild trading Kevin Fiala, I think their return is going to have to be pretty big. And they're, because they're going to want a roster player for him. Because, like, they're not as bad as you seem to think they are. I think they're pretty bad. No, if they don't make the playoffs this year, I'd be stunned. The Central is a decent division, but it's nowhere near where it's been in the past. There's no clear cut favorite in the Central. Um, and the gap between. The best and worst team isn't that isn't that big. Um, There's no clear cut Colorado Avalanche. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my bad. That's I right. was waiting for him to stumble on it. You fed it to. I was waiting to see if he would figure it out. <laughs> okay, my bad. But okay, fine. There's a there, there is a clear cut favorite. But I guess after that, it's pretty. You know, the other seven teams in the division are pretty close. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, Nashville took a big dive. St. Louis got better. Arizona got a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, Arizona. Who's left on their roster? They've just kind of dealt everyone and signed a bunch of guys. Oh, they to got Phil the Thrill. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> and Clayton Keller. Yeah. That's all they need. <laughs> Louis Erickson. What the fuck are you on about? <laughs> First line center, Louis Erickson. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. I, I don't think that, uh, I don't think they're as bad as you think they are. I think they'll make the playoffs. I think they They'll will. They'll get bounced in the first round yeah. again, but... Yeah. That's what I mean. If they want to break the cycle of mediocrity, they have to do something. They have to actually do something. Who do they have in net? Cam Talbot still? Yeah. Yeah. I just don't think... Oh, well, they just cut. drafted Jesper Volstead. Yeah, you think yeah I don't gonna... think he's going to be ready this year. <laughs> I know, but like, at least there's he's, reason he's for hope. starter. Yeah. <laughs> Throw him right in there. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Cam. <laughs> there is hope, but... It's not enough. You can't just have a goal. Look at Dubnik. Dubnik was a great goalie for them for a long time. That's not enough to do anything. Yeah, but that's because their star players were Parise and Suter. Not Kirill Kaprasov, Kevin Fiala, Jared Spurgeon, Matt Dumba. You know, these guys are all in their primes now. Back when it was Parise and Suter, who else did they have on that team? Marion Hossa? No. I don't even know who they had on the team. No one does. It's the Minnesota Wild. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that, that division does kind of blow this year. Not yeah, as right. bad as the Pacific. The Pacific will be the worst division in hockey next year. And it will not be close. Maybe, but the West is I just, don't know, because there's so many wild cards in the Central. Arizona's probably going to be trash. Yeah. Chicago's a low-end wild card. Like, they got some pieces, but I don't know if it's enough. Dallas, God only knows what Dallas is going to do. Well, Sagan will be healthy this year. So Sagan will boost that team. That'll help. But then you have Minnesota, who God knows what's going to happen with them. Nashville, God knows. St. Louis, God knows. Winnipeg's probably going to be trash. It's a coin flip for most of the teams in the, in the Atlantic. But you can look at the Pacific and say the same thing. You've got Vegas, who's going to dominate. Great. You've got Seattle. They look not good as of right now. Uh, you've got Arizona. Terrible. Oh, sorry, sorry, Arizona. sorry. I just remembered that Arizona got bumped. You've got San Jose. They're going to be terrible. You've well, got, all the California teams. Yeah, exactly. Are they're going to be awful. You, basically, you've got Vancouver, who looks like, at best, a medium team. You've got the Oilers, who are decent. And you've got Calgary, 
that could push for a wild card spot. But that's what I mean. Like, it's not, you don't have the top spots locked up other than Vegas. The next three spots are really a coin toss. And I think it's between the three Canadian teams in the division. So I guess rolling the greens on the east this year is just going to be so much better than the west. Absolutely. The Atlantic alone is crazy. Except for Buffalo. <laughs> and I think Buffalo is going to win that division. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Buffalo, for like the second year in a row, is going to be the worst team in the league in the best division in the league. Yeah. Go bad for them, man. Like, honestly, just, again, it's just the division placement last year. Like, it's bad enough that they are who they are. But they were in a <laughs> division. bad enough just being Yeah, Buffalo. it's bad enough existing. <laughs> but then you also have to deal with Pittsburgh, Washington. The Rangers. The Rangers. The Islanders. The Islanders. Carolina. Yeah, yeah all of them. Yeah. Well, the Rangers weren't that great. But, like, yeah, but you get the what Rangers I mean. are they, getting better. They, could they be. are. They are. The but Rangers have those like a bunch of players that it's like, okay, this team can be good. Yeah. So it'll be definitely interesting to see. So in more exciting news, the Carolina Hurricanes are going to be raising their division championships banner. Very exciting news, isn't it? Extremely. Yeah. Almost worthy of uh, poking fun at them for doing, <laughs> which they uh, like to do uh, when the Nashville Predators raised their banner back in 2018 or 19, whatever it was. I do find that kind of funny. Like, I almost wondered at first when I saw this if it was just a joke, if, like, the whole thing was a joke. But then I saw the picture of the actual banner getting yeah. prepped in the arena, and I was like, oh, my God, they're actually going to do that. Because they... I. Did they kind of roast the Preds for doing that harder than anyone yes. else? Yes, they did. I thought so. <laughs> In the playoffs last year. That's why I find, like, it's weird to me that they're doing it. Just like, I could get almost any other team could do it and get made fun of minimally for mm, it, yeah. right? But of all teams, it's Carolina, who yeah. who was dunking on the Preds so hard <laughs> for doing it. And also, they dunked on them, like, two or three years after the fact. Like... When it happened, sure, yeah, everyone piled on, you know, oh, why are yeah. they raising these banners? One of them was a president's banner, so I kind of get it. But anyway, you know, everyone was kind of, like, attacking them for it. But then, like, three years later when you have a playoff matchup against them and you're obviously the favorite team and then you turn around and do exactly the same thing the following season, it's just like, wow. I think that when, doesn't look so good. I think when it's more official, like when the banner actually goes up, they're going to take a lot of heat for it. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> Jake will be leading the charge. There. I will be. <laughs> <laughs> Just storming down there. I mean, I even get like, I think that it's actually more common than people realize to have the banner up in the arena. Like that's like, I think the Canucks even have that from like the old uh, Smythe division and stuff. Like they have banners for that. Okay. But well, what else are we going to put up? <laughs> let's, yeah. let's be honest here. Yeah, you look up and you can just see all the rafters and nothing there. Well, Guys, what I was just going to say, trophy. though, is <laughs> I think the difference with the Preds was that they had a ceremony to raise the banners with the whole team in front of it. Whereas most people just show up and they're like, oh, there's a new banner up in the ceiling. And like it's already up. They don't make a thing out of it. It's just yeah. it's there, you know? Yeah, maybe. So I think that could have something to do with it. Yeah. But... If if they actually get the team to like gather at center ice while they dramatically raise this participation banner to the <laughs> ceiling, that's not more than just a participant. I mean, they did win a really good division. Oh, look who's suddenly on but their side. I'm not on their <laughs> side of raising a fucking banner. I'm just saying oh, you're making it sound like it's, it's Jake, Jake's going to be raising the banner. Yeah. <laughs> Jake's pulling the string. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't worry, guys. Got this. It up. <laughs> we can do it, team. 
Yeah, it's good for them. <laughs> yeah, we're Speaking all very proud of the Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah, and how big, how much they're going to embarrass themselves. Speaking of embarrassing yourself, how about Evander Kane being uh, charged two million dollars by his girlfriend for three abortions that he made her have? <laughs> God, it just never ends with this guy. Oh, how many L's can you take in a row? Honestly. Oh. <laughs> I, I think. He's well, I mean, on. if you're betting on them, then you're probably. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think he probably is betting on all these L's for sure. <laughs> yeah, oh he's God. on the train to loser town. That's for sure. I don't even know what to say anymore. I feel bad for this girl that he was with all this time. Like yeah. Jesus. she's out two million bucks now. <laughs> I I don't know where this money's coming from either because he's completely bankrupt. Yeah. So I I don't know. I, I hope she actually gets that money that she's owed. But like. Damn, like, that's how businesses do it a lot, too. They get sued, and they're just like, oh, we're bankrupt now, sorry. And then the, that person gets nothing. So yeah. I hope that that's not what happens with this girl. And then they change the name, and they open up again. Exactly. Then they're a brand new company, magically. Yeah. He's not a company. He's a human being. So <laughs> he can't just close down and then reopen. His close down a Vander What are you talking about? He, have... he is a casino. <laughs> I, I saw a picture of him on his Instagram. He was sitting at this really fancy restaurant drinking a nice glass of wine or whatever, and he was just getting roasted in the comment section. I'm surprised he still has those turned on. Like, usually players, like, when they go through anything, first thing they do, their account goes private, and they block all their comments. Oh, I don't think he cares. But people are just ripping on him like, oh, that must be a really cheap bottle there, Vander. Yeah. <laughs> just like... Oh, you must be like you must be blowing the owner to get free food or something like that. Like there <laughs> yeah, it is. The guy's got like three hundred and fifty thousand followers and he's like, oh, whatever. <laughs> the comments have been limited, but there are still a bunch here. <laughs> As if he was dining and dashing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well, on that note, that uh, wraps us up for the first half of the show here. We are going to dive into break. So uh, we'll see you in a bit right after a word from our fake sponsor. This week's episode of the Vancouver Boys podcast is brought to you by Dr. Bonnie Henry. The Vancouver Boys fully endorse Dr. Bonnie Henry's proposal for more government-funded glory holes around the province. Bonnie Henry... We're still almost through this. We'll be right back. Welcome back from break, everybody. Uh, jumping straight into things, we have a caller on the line, a longtime listener, certified local boy from Coquitlam, Ryan, who's a big-time Devils fan. And former play-by-play announcer for the BCHL. Ryan, how's it going? It's good. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate uh, being on here. It's exciting to be second best, I'm sure, for uh, interviews here. <laughs> well, that has yet to be determined. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's just jump right into uh, your uh, your play-by-play for the BCHL and um, and how you enjoyed that. Uh, yeah, it was really good. I spent uh, two seasons with the Prince George Bruce Kings. I was in uh, BCIT at the time when I got the offer. It was uh, kind of got an email out of the blue from Mike Cause. He was and still is the general manager up there. Uh, real good guy and got an email from him one day just seeing if I'd be interested in 
going up to Prince George and I'd spent a little bit of time up there when I went up for the, uh, for the Canada winter games with the BCIT project. And yeah, spent two real good years in Prince George and then wound up going across town and working in sales for a season with the Prince George Cougars over in the dub. So that was kind of neat to see the other side of things there a little bit different from one league to the other and a little more removed from the team, but got to see the business side of things. And then I uh, missed out on, or I missed the, broadcasting side of things quite a bit so wound up taking the talents uh, down south to the shoe swap for salmon arm and spent a season there and kind of spent a little bit of time away from the old coquitlam so missed that and decided to move back home and worked for the express and the bchl for a couple months and then wound up uh, going over to the trades which i'm doing now it's quite the career wow. <laughs> you don't hear too yeah, many people say moving you don't hear too many people say, oh, yeah, I'm taking my talents down south to shoe swap. Not <laughs> <laughs> many people can say that. Yeah. <laughs> a little nod to LeBron James, not quite South Beach. Yeah. <laughs> shoe swap beach. Hey, you know what? I would take my talents to shoe swap. Yeah, <laughs> hey, why not? on the lake. Hey, Ryan, I, yeah. I got to ask you, I'm, I'm super curious about this. So you're, you're a Devils fan. And I got to yes. know, how does a guy from Coquitlam end up being a New Jersey fan? That, that's just, that's such a strange jump to me. I got to ask, how, how'd that happen? Uh, so growing up, I was a bit of a shit disturber. So, I mean, I wanted to be different from everybody else. Uh, everybody else was a Canucks fan, obviously, growing up in Vancouver. And for what the longest losers. time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so everybody kind of asked, like, oh, well, like, if you don't like the Canucks, who do you like? And I was just like, I, I just hate the Canucks. I just hate the Canucks. And then so finally had to pick a team. And grandparents got me NHL 06 one year for uh, Christmas. for the Best NHL there. there is. Yeah. Best so one good. to date. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think I remember I scored like nine goals one game as Sergei Fedorov, and that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about um, right. <laughs> exactly. The old skill stick there. Uh, but basically, had the game, Scott Stevens had the best hitting power in the game, and I was just like, you know what? He plays for New Jersey. That's who I'm going to like. And it just kind of followed up from there. And they were they were pretty good for the time, for the first couple of years when I liked them. And that 2012 run after the Canucks went to the finals the year before was pretty nice. I was... I got a lot of angry glares when I was walking down the hallways in my devil's jersey every second day or so, but <laughs> definitely enjoyed that. And then actually turned out my uh, girlfriend, uh, her cousin is a devil's fan. So I've never really had anybody who actually like can talk devils with me and like understand kind of the lower depth charts and everything. But uh, yeah, so girlfriend's cousin, he is a big time devils fan as well. He's over in Calgary. So kind of random as well there, but it's uh, n nice finally having someone to be able to talk devils with. And that's basically all we talk all the time. <laughs> Fair true enough. fan, true fan. It's a good thing you're not a wild fan. <laughs> Otherwise, that would be the wrong show yeah. for you. Otherwise, <laughs> I would have ended this yeah, interview. This was, yeah, it wouldn't have been an interview. It would have been a roast. <laughs> yeah, no, I know a few Devils fans, and uh, they seem to be pretty diehard. So it's uh, it's interesting yeah, it's to see. It's a random team you kind of got to uh, stick with a little bit. I, I was disappointed. I kind of missed their heyday or the glory days. I wasn't really much of a fan of hockey in general back then, but... Still, uh, still able to at least brag about the Canucks, about the cup rings to Canucks fans. That's nice. <laughs> I actually know a lot of Canucks fans that switched to be a Devils fan just for a year. Like when we traded Schneider, <laughs> people that were like mad uh, yeah. that we traded them, yeah. and they just, yeah. you know, they're like, "I'm gonna follow the Devils now." And that lasted about a year, and then they all came back. <laughs> yeah, if that. <laughs> I knew, I knew a lot of people that felt that way. They were unhappy with the goalie we kept. Yeah, but yeah, I've. They, they got a good one now, at least. So I guess they've got some positives there and, and they got a captain out of it. So we don't really, we, Devils don't have much to show for it anymore. Yeah, the Devils don't really like to talk about that trade anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough one. It yeah. seemed real good at the time. 
Yeah. <laughs> Comparable to what the, the Canucks trade that they just made, right? It was the ninth overall pick. Mm-hmm. It was the ninth overall pick. That's right. So you never know. Yeah. Could Canucks could that was a complicated trade though. I'm still confused by that one. <laughs> yeah, it was most so more about, <laughs> It's more about money than anything, but yeah. Yeah, it was. It was cap relief. Yeah. Cap relief, get some players, get some contracts, and see how it goes. Yeah, pretty much. Are you gonna say something? Give it say to something. Him. Yeah. yeah. Give it to him. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Well, sticking with the Devils here, uh, they made quite a few off-season additions this year. Uh, are there any that really stand out to you? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think on the back end, which has seemed to be where they struggled quite a bit last year, I mean, and bringing in Dougie Hamilton, it was kind of cool seeing the big fish from free agency come to New Jersey. I mean, you don't see that too, too often, but they, they had the money, and I think they kind of had the role for him to come in and be confident that he was going to get uh, good playing time. And I'm kind of curious what it's going to do for Ty Smith, what's going to push him down, at least in the power play unit. So we'll see kind of how that does. He had a pretty good rookie season when he wasn't out with COVID or injury, but it's nice to see him probably get a few more, at least reduced minutes, not as tough. And then I really like that trade they made for uh, Ryan Graves out of Colorado. It was nice being able to take advantage of that expansion draft a little bit and just bring in a big, defensive defenseman which i don't think they really had for quite a while someone who could kind of lock it in back there and yeah it's gonna be exciting to see what happens for the season coming up i mean pk's wild card there's a couple guys back there and damon severson i think maybe a few reduced minutes for him with dougie hamilton coming in maybe takes the load off him a little bit and the pressure and yeah because i think that was the biggest issue last year it seemed like was just the defensive play and then back in goal, I mean, they kind of got uh, the rug pulled out from under him when Crawford retired last second going into the season last year. So hopefully Bernier sticks around for a little longer than that. And and I I thought the I thought the money was a little high for that contract because I mean <laughs> being from Vancouver, I looked at Yaroslav Halak who got 1.5, and I was like, okay, is is Bernier three times as good as him? And I mean, if he is, that's awesome. But <laughs> we'll, I think, uh, we'll see. I think how Bernier. That goes. I think Bernie has just been one of those goalies that's been overpaid his entire career. Like, <laughs> he's never really been like a bad goalie. He's always just kind of been on mediocre teams, but he always yeah. seems to get the money everywhere he goes. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, exactly. either he's actually a good goalie or he's got really good agent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably the latter like, there. <laughs> yeah. It sounded kind of cool. I kind of like, I mean, follow devil stuff and everything. So all the social media I was seeing, it was kind of, I think he wanted to go to a winning team. And I mean, not to say the Devils aren't going to be a winning team, but it sounds like he kind of got a call from Martin Brodeur there. And he was kind of like, all right, like Marty's calling me. I can't say no to this guy, like childhood hero. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. When you were talking about the defense there, a name that kept popping up into my head, which I really want to get your take on, because being a Devils fan, you're going to know a lot more than most of us. The whole Will Butcher situation. Yeah, I think um, I was pretty excited when he first came over, seemed like an, a pretty good offensive guy and then he kind of yeah. seemed to take over the power play for a while and i don't know it just seemed like like he was definitely a name that popped up for a while there and then i think the last season or two i don't know if it was he didn't if it wasn't working with the coaching or what but i, I never necessarily heard terrible things about him but he never really stood out in the way that i guess you would hope somebody would especially on defense there and supposed to have a little bit more offensive upside but yeah i mean they got what i think it was like a fourth or something for from him for from uh, Buffalo there, but yeah, I mean, kind of too bad to see him go, but at the end of the day, I'm like, ah, if you're moving guys out, then that must mean that you're comfortable with the players that are coming back in, and hopefully that's uh, the case for the team this season. It's an optimistic way to look at it, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, from the sounds of things, it looks like they have a pretty solid defensive core, though, if 
Subban can turn things around and you just drafted Luke Hughes. Yeah. You're probably going <laughs> to eventually trade for Quinn Hughes. So you can have yeah. all the brothers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, and they've got that uh, Kevin Ball, who's uh, he was kind of the or one of the main pieces coming back in that Taylor Hall trade last year. He's a big guy who I think got a couple games in at the end of the season last year. So nice to see him get some time. I think he played a one year at the World Juniors with Canada, so it was kind of neat to see. And then uh, they've got that Shakir Mukamadulin, I think, who's supposed to spend. I think it's supposed to be like one more year in the KHL, and then they'll maybe bring him over for a year in the A, and then hopefully move him up and yeah he was that guy who went like 20th overall i think the rangers snuck up in the draft and like drafted 19th overall and they traded i think for calgary to grab that spot and then they took that uh Braden schneider out of brandon okay, and of course yep. like as when he got drafted everybody's like oh he's the next scott stevens he's the next scott stevens and the devils were drafting next and i was like oh come on <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I remember when they drafted him, and I was like, it's going to be real fun listening to the New Jersey Devils announcers try to pronounce that guy's name every night. Oh, I know. <laughs> I just I feel bad for yeah, like their social media team. Even just like having to type that out on social media every time. I'm like, oh, you're, you're never going to win the tweet battles if you're get, trying to get that name out first. <laughs> yeah, how do you pronounce it? I think it's Shakir Mukamadulin or Mukamadalin. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you just kind of say it really fast syllables. so nobody notices. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. You just get through it as fast as you can. That's like Antetokounmpo. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah, he right. first came into the league, it's like, who's this Greek guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why they just called him the Greek freak because yeah. no one could pronounce his name. <laughs> way easier. Well, Ryan, I got to ask. It was brought up earlier, the Hughes thing. You, you guys kind of won the sweepstakes <laughs> there. You got two brothers. And we, we've yep. talked a bit on the show before about how I have a suspicion that Quinn will eventually ask for a trade to New Jersey. He's going to want to play with his brothers. And I wanted to know, like, from a New Jersey fan, you know, you find that out that Quinn Hughes wants to go there. What do you think, as a Devils fan, from your perspective, what a reasonable return would be for Quinn Hughes? Oh, I think I was asking myself that going into the draft, and I had these scenarios. And <laughs> Shut up. You don't ever mind. Forget I asked. No, thank you for calling and moving on. <laughs> He's already figured it out. <laughs> yeah. Because oh, I, I was like, okay, well, like, what, what's Vancouver going to want in return? It's like, okay, you're going to want a good young defenseman. So, I mean, you look at maybe Ball or Hamilton's probably too old at that point, I would say. But Ball, yep. Mukamadoul, and if he turns into a bit of a stud back there, and then you have to throw in at least a first and then probably a good young forward, I would say. So solid defenseman, first round pick, and then a good forward up front. Hopefully we have one of those eventually. <laughs> <laughs> How far out do you think that trade actually is? Oh, dep de depends on the contract Quinn signs for whatever the season is coming up. <laughs> Hopefully it just takes them right into free agency and we don't even have to worry about a trade. We can just take it for money. <laughs> Man. Killing me over here. I mean, that's probably what's going to happen. And I just, I don't like thinking about it. No, not happy thoughts. No, not happy thoughts. I mean, they could just do like a straight up trade. Just Jack for Quinn. And they then could. just have the defense. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? If we trade, just shuffle the brothers around and trade we, them for each other. If we traded Quinn now and got Dougie Hamilton and some other stuff, you know, maybe... I mean, with some cap retained, eh, it could work I out. I was going to say, that's the one problem is Hamilton, uh, seven by nine, that's a big-ass contract yeah. for a 28-year-old. Yeah. 
I say when you when you have that and then Myers and now Ekman Larson on the back end. That's, shut that's up! A whole shut up! Shut up! Stop talking! Jesus, the worst <laughs> fucking interview ever. We're not doing these anymore. I'm like, there's no more Devils fans. Yeah, I love that Ekman Larson trade. Marcus, not so much. Yeah. Not Marcus is no. still having convulsions every night. Ekman Larson trade. Had to send me home from work early one day. <laughs> In tears. Yeah. <laughs> I was distraught. Yeah. I mean, it could work out, like, possibly. I mean, I don't know. I think it's going to be the same thing with, as in, like, the Louis Erickson, like, maybe, like, for the first two, well, he didn't even really turn out for the first two two years. But, like, if Ackman Larson's okay for two years, and that's kind of, like, that's a the, win. the good window for the Canucks. And it, But, yeah, it's going to be rough those last couple seasons of the contract. Yeah. yeah. I realize you're trying to help, but anytime you start a sentence with, you know, it could be like the Lou Erickson contract, you're just <laughs> you're putting yourself on the back foot already. Yeah, it's not a, not a good comparison. I got one. Uh, I got another question. Nico Heischer. Sure. Okay. How did you feel about how do you how do you feel about him? Oh, I mean, I think that was such a tough draft just because I, and I can't even remember the defense that wound up going after him, but I think it was Kale like, McCarr. Through, yeah, McCarr, <laughs> Heisken in. Yeah. And then I think Patterson was that draft too. So I yeah. mean, like, I think you're right. It wasn't Nolan Patrick. <laughs> I'm like, at least he sure's played a decent amount. So it's not, at least he's kind of been able to perform a little Whereas Patrick. And that was yeah. predators like, okay, legend. Was Nolan Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was kind of like the flop back and forth where it's like, okay, like which one of those two are they going to take? And then it winds up being like the three after where probably all would have been better picks. But I don't know. I feel like we still haven't like seen the full Nico Heaster. I mean, he's battled some injuries the first couple of years. And I know I'm, I'm hoping this year he can kind of take a step. And then, I mean, I mean, I hope all Dell's going to take a step, but him, Jack Hughes, <laughs> hopefully. I mean, cause if you can have a good one, two center punch, that's nice. I don't know. I don't know if he is ever going to be necessarily a star, but I hope he can be kind of, Maybe it's a good number two center, maybe similar to a Bo, Bo Horvat there a little bit with maybe a little bit more offensive upside. But yeah, he scares me still. <laughs> <laughs> That's optimistic, I would say. Good Horvat with a little more offense. All right. All right. Well, this has been a lot of fun. But before we let you go, we got to know, are there any stories or anything that you have from being a play-by-play guy in the BCHL? Oh boy. Well, I'll give one story that was kind of, uh, through my own team. And then one story that was that I, I actually just heard I was at a wedding over the weekend and there was a couple of us from the BCHL that were there. And I, I heard a couple doozies in that one. Cause I just kind of started off as well. Favorite thing about the BCHL, I would say is that it's professional enough where you kind of see players like, like Alex Newhook, Tyson Joe's, like you see guys going through the league and then winding up in the NHL. But then you also hear stories of coaches, trying to fight the social media people out in the hallways, basically <laughs> in between intermissions, if they've been thrown out or something like that, or after games, but um, in terms of crazy stories, I mean, I think the most fun I had or not fun that I had, but uh, we were in Kamloops, I think for one trip. And I know uh, one of our better players, I think was coming home later at night. And the, there's, I mean, there's a curfew for most teams. I mean, how hard that curfew is, is different probably team by team coach by coach. And I think they, caught one of our players coming in well after curfew and they were like, Hey, like one in the morning. And he's like, yep. What are you guys still doing up? (laughs) 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 And so, I mean, and, and he was a good enough of a player too, where I don't think he got in too much trouble. It would have been tough to lose him for any period of time. And 
would have been fun as a social media guy trying to explain why one of the better players wasn't in the lineup. Uh, yeah. So there was that one. And then, yeah, I think just the one that I was touching on there where one of the, uh, a girl that I know that worked for a team, she said, well, I think she had a player come up to her one time because she posted apparently like, oh, like this player with a spearing penalty basically. And then the player had been kicked out of the game at that point. And then I guess found her in the, like by the concession stand or something. I was like, what are you doing posting that? She's like, yeah, like, he was about ready to go with me, but <laughs> <laughs> holy shit! <laughs> so yeah, one of those things like oh, good, good old BCHL always always makes for entertaining stories and stuff. And again, kind of like serious enough where you're going to see players kind of go on to that next level, but still, uh, still a, a certain point where you're still uh, having the players interact with some of the uh, staff on bases like that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and that's that player was Alex Ovechkin. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think he played in the BCHL. Tom no, Wilson. Yeah, that was pretty cool. No, the player's probably Evander Kane. I was yeah. going to say Evander Kane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is awesome. Did you tweet about me? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, that's great. Well, thank you so much for this. This was awesome. Yeah, man. This is so a So glad that we had you on. Yeah, appreciate uh, it. And, and Anytime. Always happy to talk Devils and take a couple shots of the Canucks in the meantime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shut up. You're never coming on the show again. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thanks for coming on. Perfect. No worries. Thanks for having me, you guys. Have a good one. Yeah, you too, you man. Too. That was awesome. Yeah. Well, that was awesome. Thank you so much for calling, Ryan. Uh, we had a great time. Uh, definitely have you on the show again. Yeah, it's up for debate. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was fun. Uh, Marcus yeah, doesn't no. get a say, so uh, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, no, we loved having you on, man. Um, yeah, for sure. So now we are going to jump into the inbox section where we answer your guys' questions. And we have a lot this week. So well, we have two weeks worth of questions. That's that right. Yeah. true. Let's get to it. Aiden has a question here. Thoughts on NHL 22? Have you all played it? Well, I've seen who's going to be on the cover. I was going to say, I hate the album art, but the <laughs> album art. Or, sorry, album art. Yeah, the, the, cover, the cover art. art. Yeah, that's. Yeah. How do they go with the same guy, the same irrelevant guy, two years in a row? <laughs> where? Or two, two, two of the last three years. That's just brutal. My question's where's McKinnon? Yeah. Where's Crosby? Crosby's never been on yeah, it. Crosby is literally like the, the player of the last generation. And he has not been on a game yet. How do they have Matthews twice? That makes he, no he sense. He must have like just not wanted to be on the cover then, right? Yeah. Because like, but I mean, as far as like gameplay goes, it looks like NHL. Like it doesn't look like it's really reinvented anything. But I think a lot of people are going to buy it just because it has the Kraken in it. So I seen I seen true. that you can uh, bring your goalie to center, and then yeah, you and click you can crash the whole other end, crash the other team's net. Yeah, that's wicked. Yeah, but I think it's a yeah. glitch. I though. think it is. It is. Well, it's absolutely like a send glitch. your goalie just like a cannonball down the ice into the other net. Love <laughs> that stuff, though. That's funny. What do you guys think of Max Domi? <laughs> I think of Max Domi. I think we should have traded Vertan and him when we had the chance. What did I tell you guys? Everyone roasted me for it. I said we should have done it, and now look where we yeah, are. Yeah, but I don't think that Vertan held the value to get Max Domi at a call. No, we would have had to add something, but that's fine. Yeah. I, I still think we should have done it. I would have loved to have Max Domi play on the Horvat line. They yeah. had sick chemistry in London. Yeah, no, I think Max Domi is still 12. a pretty good player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe juniors, but this isn't junior anymore. No, I don't know. I think Max Domi's uh, not nearly as good as he used to be, which sucks because uh, you never want to see a player's career end that quickly or drop off that quickly, I guess I should say. Yeah. No, I think he'll bounce back. I think he will. Yeah. Another question from the inbox here. If the Canucks go to the playoffs, 
How many rounds are they going? One. You mean like they're getting bounced in the first? Or you think they're making it past one? No, I think they're getting bounced in the first. Because the, the way I see it, they're probably going to be a wild card, if not the third spot in the Pacific. So you basically... Don't think they can beat the Oilers? No, I think they can beat the Oilers. And I think... Or sorry, no, no, sorry. I think the Oilers and Vegas, I think, are going to finish out of us. Yeah, and I think two. that either one of them could bounce us in the playoffs. Okay. Um, okay. But that's just it. I, I feel like... Uh, I feel like we're going to hit Vegas, and they're just going to rock us immediately. I feel like we're going to be gone. I disagree. I think that the Canucks could definitely give either one of those teams a run for their money. Really? Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I think they're going to win that series, but I think it's going to be closer than you think it is. I don't think it's as as much of a done deal. Edmonton, I could see. I could see it. I I couldn't see beating Vegas. I can't. Do you guys think the salary cap is going up, and where does that leave the Maple Leafs? Well, where does it leave any other team in the league? Um, the the salary cap going up is uh, obviously something that would be nice for a lot of teams, but um, unfortunately, because of COVID and the state of the world, I just don't think it's happening. Yeah, no, I I don't see the cap going up by much at all. And, and as far as the Leafs, I mean, every team's against the cap ceiling right now with where we are. So I I think every team is going to be pressed. And like I said, I think at the next CBA negotiations, you could see us enter a lockout. Another question they got here is, how many games do you honestly think the Buffalo Sabres are going to win next year? Out of an 82-game <laughs> season? 30? Whoa. Uh, okay. That's a lot more than I thought you'd say. It's 29 more than I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Who are they going to beat in the one game? Who are they going to beat? The Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. They would go... They would go 0-81 and then play the Leafs in the season closer and they just, <laughs> just annihilate them. 6 yeah. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to get all their goals in one season in that game. Do you guys think Eichel will be traded to Vegas? Not to Vegas. It, may, it makes sense. I see a lot of people project him going there. I don't think Vegas will actually give up the assets that Buffalo's asking for him. I'm just surprised that he didn't go to LA. I thought that was a done deal. But. It could still happen. Says they're still in on him. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, one thing's for sure. He's not going to be a saber at the start of the season. All right. Another question here. Who is going to win the Stanley Cup this year? Tampa three-peats. You nope. think so? No yeah, chance. That's I, I, think fat, I think Fat Pat four pe- four-peats. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's in first, he's getting traded at the deadline to that team. Yeah, no. I Actually, I think it could be Florida this year. I hope it is. I, I really think it could be. They, they were close to pushing Tampa over last year, and they're a better team than they were last year, and I think Tampa's gotten worse, so I think it's going to be Florida. Do you think you Levy will actually ever live up to the expectations the fan base had for him? No, definitely not. I mean, he was drafted fifth or sixth overall. Um, in the position like that, you're looking for a number one defenseman, and he'll never be a number one defenseman. No, he'll peak. If he's lucky, he'll peak as a middle-pairing guy. Where do you rank Petey on a current center's list? Are we talking about like through the entire NHL? Through the whole league. I, I think I think he could crack top 10. I've, I've seen a lot of lists. Say I was going to say top 20. 20. You think top 20? Uh, I've seen a lot of lists have him in top 10. They yeah. hover around the 10 spot. It, I was going to say that. Like back top I would 10, say maybe, top 10. Maybe just outside of the 10. It's just hard for me to put him in 10 when you have players like Matthews, Tavares, Maybe not Tavares. I think Pedersen's better than Tavares. Well, okay. McDavid, Crosby. Yeah, Matthews, no. There, there, there's a lot of debate there. McKinnon. Yeah. 
that would be something fun that we could do. Do like a segment each week. We explore a different position in the NHL and kind of talk about who we think would end up higher on that yeah. list and who ends up lower on that list. Yeah, I'd be down to try that. So yeah, pay attention in future episodes. We'll probably circle back to that and hopefully be able to make some content around that. Yeah, the, for sure. The Bruins will not win the cup. Why is hockey so big there? I'm from Ireland. Well, for one, it's an original six team. Um, so, you know, obviously those original six teams have this like passion behind them. And also the other thing is that the Boston Bruins fans aren't just from New England. There are Boston Bruins fans all over North America. You go to any city and you will meet a ton of them. Do you know any yeah. Bruins fans? My father is a Ooh, huge Boston Bruins that's fan. That's rough. Yeah. If you want, my family will adopt you. <laughs> he owned by Canucks if fans. Only, if only I wasn't 24. <laughs> uh, Eagle asks, are the Hawks a contender with Flurry and Jones? No. I think, I think they're more of a contender than they were in previous years, but... But they're not winning the cup. No. They, they, they could push to the second round, maybe the third if the stars align. No, I agree 100%. What underdog team... <laughs> Makes the playoffs. Well, there's so many questions. I just kind of have to go fast. Yeah, know? I understand. Uh, we do. That's the underdog team that makes it in Vancouver. Uh, for me, I'd take the Ottawa Senators. They're in an insane division. Yeah. But I think they may be able to take one of those wild card positions. That's a good sleeper pick. That's can good. I, can I classify the Rangers as an underdog? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'm go in with, that division, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go yeah. with the Rangers. I take them. <laughs> who do y'all think the best goalie is? In the NHL? Yep. In the playoffs? Carey Price. Regular season then. UC Soros. Oh my God. Enough with this. <laughs> I don't care. It's not UC Soros. Sergey Bobrovsky. It is UC Soros. And <laughs> nope. if you want to know why, <laughs> well, just listen to any, part, any, any episodes of the podcast. <laughs> you know who this year it's going to be in the regular season? Thatcher Demko. I hope you're right. Thatcher Demko. This season will be the best goalie in the NHL. Thoughts on the Kirill Kaprizov contract negotiations? Hilarious. Yeah, absolutely. Hilarious. Actually, we really didn't talk about it. We didn't. No, we didn't. Amazingly, we did. This is a good that. opportunity to do that. I guess so, yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, no, it, that's hilarious too. that he, he tried to use a KHL team as, to, leverage. as leverage, and then that team just outed him and said, yeah, we, we have not talked to you and have no interest in bringing <laughs> you here. Yeah. And they, were, they weren't even like, we hate you. They were just like, we don't have room in our salary cap for you. We've never talked to you about yeah. this. Yeah. So yeah, he, I don't think he's going to play a game for Minnesota again. I think he's done there. You think he's done in Minnesota? Well, I think if he's going to these lengths to try to get a good deal, and he's already getting offered good deals, I don't think he's going back. I think he'll ask for a trade. Are Vancouver fans over the heart-wrenching defeat that they took in 2011? No, <laughs> not even close. No. This keeps me up at night. Uh, that's, that's, whoever asked that is not a Vancouver fan. No, yeah, the, their, their no. profile picture was a giant Boston Bruins. Oh, beat. God, <laughs> shut up. Get out. Block, <laughs> Tyler, go on there and block him. He's a moderator on my account. You don't say shit like easy, that. Easy, easy, easy. Uh, Get out of here with that Bruins <laughs> stuff. Where do you think the Canucks place in, in the Pacific? In the division. I say close to a wild card spot. Probably third, fourth. You think third yeah. or fourth? Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Yeah, I think they've pro. Yeah, they, well, I think they probably got third locked up. I, I think I think they make it. I don't think they finish worse than a wild card. I don't think they finish better than third. I think it entirely depends on whether or not Calgary yeah. takes that step, which yeah. I don't think they will. No, I don't but, either. But that's the only team that has a chance, in my opinion. Yeah, is Seattle going to make the playoffs this year? No, I don't no. think so. They no, would have they would have to make a lot of moves between now and then yeah. for I me think to consider them as they've a got a huge. A gap in goaltending. I, yeah. I think that they're they're way overrating Philip Grobauer. Yeah. So, 
how many more years in a row will the Lightning continue to dominate? I think they'll dominate for a while. I think they'll be yeah, points like, locked up. Stamkos is locked up. Kucherov's locked up. Vasilevsky's locked up. Now, how lo- locked how much up. longer is Stammer good though? What does he got? Maybe three years left of being like a yeah, top thirty player. You got you got Braden Point though. Yeah, <laughs> that that's true. Unreal. Yeah, no, and, you and, still, if, and they also have decent prospects. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Taylor Radish. Exactly. They're going to be good, but I think their cup run is probably over for a while. But but they'll still be a playoff. They'll be like the Detroit Red Wings. They'll be in the playoffs every year. Were you involved in the riots in 2011? Uh, uh, no, I was 11. So. <laughs> I was living in Alberta. So yeah. no. I, I was being fed Oreos and milk by my dad to try to get me yeah. to stop crying. I remember that... Uh, I was watching the game with my dad, and after the game was over, uh, it was on CBC, I think. They started, like, panning through the streets. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, sometimes you have those memories, and you're like, do you remember where you were when this happened? Yeah. That was one of those things for me, is I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe what I'm seeing is yeah. real. And that's exactly what that was for me. <laughs> I want to know, could the Ottawa Senators offer sheet Pedersen? If so, could the Canucks match? I don't think they have the caps base to do it the first Canucks of all could not match if, if Patterson um, got off Rashida. yeah well Benning has said they will match anything but by that he means if someone offers sheets him he's our priority meaning that we will trade players away to clear space for him yeah. but we would obviously prefer to not do yeah, that would be a nightmare yeah. yeah well think about that we have to clear 10 million off of our current cap is hockey fixed I'm going to say probably not as much as Benning tries to corrupt it. It's, it's kind of hard you to Batman? fix. A, or sorry, Batman. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jim <laughs> Benning has rigged hockey <laughs> against, against himself. <laughs> um, well, yeah, as much as you try and corrupt it, it or like rig it or whatever, it's, it's really hard. To, I, in my opinion, I think that the draft is rigged. Oh, for yeah. sure. For because sure. like you, your business cannot rely on chance. Like they yeah. have to rig the draft. At least the, the top 10 lottery picks have to be organized beforehand. They, they can't be up to chance. I, I think that even the gameplay is rigged because people forget about this because of just how wild last season was. Do you remember how bad the officiating was in the finals? How bad it was against Montreal? A lot of people yeah. forget about this. All these bogus calls going against them, the things that the Lightning were getting away with. It, it really gets lost in all the storylines, but I, I think they're doing a pretty good job of keeping the cup out of Canada. Well, I think it was me. more along the lines of the Vegas series. Though. They were really kind oh, of like, was, yeah. what is this? It was terrible there, but it was still bad in the finals. Yeah. Thoughts on Cole Caulfield? Yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's a good hockey player. I mean, the sample size is a bit small, but uh, moving if, forward, we might see. A uh, lot of people project him to be the best player on the team next year, so next man, year we'll know a lot better. If he was two inches taller, he'd be the best forward in the league. <laughs> Guess Brady Kachuk's contract. Big. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> probably. Probably yep. like an eight. It's like just crazy because like yeah. nowadays. That's, that's reasonable, actually. That would make a lot of sense. Nowadays, players don't get paid for what they deserve. Like what players don't get paid based on what they've done and what they deserve. Well, it's based on point. projections. It's based on exactly what they're projected to make, to do. Mm-hmm. And so, but the problem with that is, is that like you can have a really hot start like Max Domi and then shit the bed after that. So I hope that doesn't happen with Brady Kachuk because I am a Sens fan. But, um, yeah, we'll see. Greatest modern-day captain? I'm going with Shea Weber. Well, I would agree with you if it wasn't for the fact that it looks like his career is over. Well, he's still alive. (laughs) He's still alive, but it doesn't look like he's going to be playing hockey anymore. Without Vancouver bias, how good do you think the Oilers will or can be? 
Okay, so can I'm gonna leave be, this one to Jake because I know you got a lot of opinions on this. Yeah, can be. I mean, come on, you have the best player in the world. They can be a dynasty if they make the right moves, but they just signed Darnell Nurse to what is it, eight by nine? I believe so. Like, if it wasn't for this offseason, I would be so much more optimistic. But unfortunately, your goalie is 40. Your decor makes too much money for what they are. And you're not surrounding Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl with the players they need to, unfortunately. Zach Hyman isn't good enough. It's got to be more than that. Opinions on Todd Bertuzzi. Poor guy. Yeah. I, I feel bad, bad decision for him. tainted his reputation. It did. Yeah. And Un- just unlucky. I, I think the everyone piling on top of him didn't help. Well, no, that, that, that did probably most caused damage. most of the damage. So what was I, his name again? Steve uh, Moore. Steve Moore. Steve Moore, that's right. I just think it's a bit ridiculous that that's the longest suspension in NHL history when that is not what? even cl- Really? Yeah. How long was it? Uh, 48 games. Is that longer than Rafi Torres? Yep. Torres got 41. Uh, yeah, no, because it, it, it's not even close to the dirtiest thing that's actually happened in the NHL, but it's the longest suspension. So I, I think that's kind of bogus. I was, uh, was at a Canucks game, and I was sitting beside this guy, and he's an accountant. He gave me his card, and I looked at it, and it said Steve Moore. And I was like, damn, oh. you, you healed quick. <laughs> <laughs> but that obviously wasn't him. It no, was it just wasn't. His card. It, it was just, just and he's like, he's like, you know, I get that all the time. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Um, thoughts on the Kings and possible moves? Uh, dump Drew Doughty. Well, there was the rumors about Eichel. So, yeah, that's a possible move. But, um, I think that the Kings are going to be a lot better than they were last year. So, but I don't know if they make the playoffs. Do you think quick is done? <laughs> let's just keep it with the Kings. All right. Let's just get straight to the chase then. Uh, yeah, I think he's, he's probably pretty washed up. Yeah, no, that's fair. Do you know Alexander Romanov? Yeah, actually. Yeah, great buddy of mine. Roommate in college. (laughs) Hangs out with us all the time. Yeah, he's actually a member of this podcast. He's just not here today. Yeah, Yeah, D-man for the uh, Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. Yeah, great player. Great uh, projected to be a great player. Is Tim Stutzla the real deal? He's pretty good. I I like him. Yeah. I I think on a cup contending team, he's still probably a second liner, but I, I like him so far. It's too early to say, honestly. All right. Well, this question is more directed towards Marcus. Oh, okay. Have you forgiven Ryan Kessler? Honestly, a bit more than I thought I would have. Like, he definitely pulled some antics, but that's also who he is as a player. We knew, like, he didn't do anything to us that he wouldn't have done for us, if that makes sense. So I haven't forgiven him. I have. Why? Close friends with Corey Schneider? No. <laughs> no but I'm, 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 I don't think Corey Schneider's forgiven him. I'm close friends with his wife. <laughs> I haven't forgiven him from knocking Ryan Johansson out of the playoffs yeah. right before the Preds went to the finals. So, no, I have not forgiven Ryan Gessler. That's why we weren't asking you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks for true. not asking yeah. me that question. We intentionally <sighs> directed that away from you. Yeah, whatever. Where do you have Shifley ranked overall in the league? Yeah, in well, the middle. <laughs> a lot lower than uh, where wait, I would have ranked wait, wait, him wait. last summer. Are we putting him on the goons list or like the, yeah. the great players list? Oh, yeah, he's up there with Ryan Reeves for sure. <laughs> I saw one question about ice condition. Well, I haven't skated in many NHL rinks, so I, I, I wouldn't know how good it is. But it seems good. I You'd think it'd be pretty good, right? Because it's the NHL and all. <laughs> it better be the best ice. <laughs> you'd, you'd think it'd be pretty decent ice quality. Yeah. 
Should, yeah, that, that's should the league require a higher standard for ice conditions, especially West Coast arenas? Well, considering one of their sheets of ice melted while the players were playing on it this year. Well, they only had to pause the game for like nine hours to fix it. <laughs> yeah. it wasn't that bad. yeah, they only had to pause it until the middle of the actual night. <laughs> Do you think Taylor Hall will have a productive year even without Krejci and Quill? Now at center on the second line. I think he'll be better than he was in Buffalo. I don't think he could be worse. <laughs> yeah, considering he only had three points <laughs> at the trade deadline. Also, his contract that he signed wasn't that huge. So even yeah, if he's not it's quite fair. what they want, you know, it's still not the worst contract yeah. out this there. This guy won the heart a couple years ago. Exactly. Like, I, I, no, I think it's a fantastic deal. I think the Bruins are better with Hall than without him. Absolutely. But and I think yeah, he'll perform well. Yeah, but losing Krejci, that's that's a tough blow. Especially because yeah. Boston doesn't really have the best prospects right now. Yeah. Because they've been so good for so long. And they really blew it in 2015. They could, That team could have been a dynasty. Makar or Hughes? I Hughes. think Makar is overrated. I agree. Playing on a really strong Avs team. That is correct. I'm only going to read Glenn's comments because he either says we're great or makes great facts. Yeah. <laughs> this is now the Glenn show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, who starts for the Leafs? Campbell till he blows up or Mrazek till he blows up? <laughs> Those aren't the only options. Yeah, we're just going to ride this guy until he's injured and then ride the other guy until he's injured. No. That's all they can do. You have more options than that. Yeah, then David Ayers is going to be the goalie. I mean... Is that the worst option? <laughs> yes, Carolina. Carolina's one of them. Yeah, that's true. He's undefeated in his yeah. career. <laughs> yeah, just ask Toronto how that worked out. Oh, that is a great question. Yeah. It's going to be tandem goaltending until Mrazek takes the uh, the crease. I don't think Campbell's going to be the starter. I think it's going to be Mrazek for the playoffs when they <laughs> make it there. Would you rather have gotten Jack Hughes this draft or kept what Benning did this offseason? Jack Hughes. What, you don't like OEL? <laughs> no. Yeah, no, I, I have nothing against OEL. It's just his goddamn contract. Yeah, it's brutal. Uh, <laughs> At least it's partially retained. You know? 12% like, is not enough when it's a 7x7 <laughs> seven seven from now going forward. You wish it was a 7x7. Seven seven. No, sorry. What I meant is it's what we are paying is the next seven years. And with their retained salary, it's $7 Roughly million per seven, year. Yeah. So that, that's what I meant by seven by seven. Okay. Best player on each team. Go down the list. Uh, oh, we do. Okay. We don't have that much time. <laughs> that. Who's the best player on the wild that they actually own? I don't actually know. Fiala He's the only player. No, the they contract. don't own him. Yeah, they do. They have him for another year. Oh, right. Sorry, sorry. They got him for one yeah, more they year. They got that's one right. year at that's five right. mil. Yeah. Who's the best player in Minnesota wild history? Kevin Fiala. Toy <laughs> Didn't Danny Heatley play there? <laughs> 50 and 07? Yeah, 50 and 07. With yeah. uh, not them? Uh, how does it feel to know the Canucks have never and won't win a cup anytime soon? This guy wants to square up with you, Marcus. <laughs> wow. Knowing that they've never won it? Yeah, it sucks. But, I mean, we've been close, and the Canucks usually stay relevant for quite a while. So, I mean, I, I guess not that bad. I don't think you can say that they're not going to win one anytime soon. I, I think they've got a pretty good window coming up here. So I'll, I'll be very sad if they pass uh, that window and they don't get it. Marion Gabrick. Oh, that's yeah, a good one. That's true. Marion Gabrick was an absolute force in the early 2000s. Sharks are my favorite team. Tired of not having a cup. 
You're gonna be tired. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go to sleep. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Take a nap. It's gonna be a minute. (laughs) The Zamboni driver for the Leafs would be better. Oh man, (laughs) this is fun. (laughs) I love this. Should Should Devontae Smith Pelly still be in the NHL? Um, the fact that I have no idea who he still plays for is probably... No, I don't think he's in the answer. NHL anymore. No, I think he's in the yeah. AHL. Yeah. Well, you, even that, though, he's obviously property of an NHL team. Is Darcy Tucker the best power play player ever? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> he's the best player to ever sit in the box. <laughs> Fighting the box. Uh, do you think Montreal will ever win the cup again? I'm going to say as, yes. long, as long as Bettman's in charge, no. Well, yeah. Once he dies, then Canada has a chance. I think Montreal's got a great shot. Yeah. These young these young players they have. Whew. Nick Suzuki? Whew. A pretty good window with the OEL contract? I don't think so. No. There, you can work. Name one team in the league that doesn't have one bad contract. Yes, we have like seven. After but- the Tyler Johnson trade, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, oh fuck! Yeah. <laughs> okay. Shit. Now that they've traded him, all right, they don't have a single bad contract. Do the Avalanche even have a bad contract? Mm. Like not really, because McKinnon took a pay cut, so that just makes up for yeah. anyone else's. Oh, Landeskog maybe. Landeskog's new contract is a, it's rough. It's not horrible, but it's rough. My point is, we can have that contract and still be able to build a contender around it. Yes, that makes it more difficult, but we can still do it. You know who else doesn't really have bad contracts? Vegas. Vegas just has a lot of big contracts that could turn into uh, bad pa- contracts. Yeah, Pacioretty. Yeah. Even even Petrangelo towards the end of his. Could get Ugh. bad, yeah. The new Canucks draft, Brady Keeper, is from my small hometown, and I love the Canucks. Wow. That's dope. That is dope. You're going to see a certified local boy play on the team then. Good for you. Do the Leafs make it past the first round? <laughs> One, <that> two, <laughs> three, no. no. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> Why do you think 1983 season ended the way it did? Quite disappointing. Agree? Um, for I was the born ve- in 96, so I'm not 100% sure. Where if you're we're meaning for the Canucks and you're talking about 1982 when they went to the finals, I still don't know because I was born in 98. <laughs> well, um. Probably because they ran into the Broad Street Bullies. No, not the Broad Street Bullies. No, they the, ran into Islanders. the Islanders. In the middle before. of their dynasty. Yeah. So, so. yeah. I, I don't... Actually, from what I've heard, the Canucks were even lucky to be in the finals. Yeah, it sounded it like one of those run. things where all the good teams kind of took each other out. Yeah. And they just kind of stumbled their way into the finals. Kind of like uh, what happened with Montreal this year, honestly. They just kind of got there and then just got steamrolled I'm by thinking, no, everyone's no, I'm, favorite. I'm thinking more about Boston in 2018. 2019, uh, when Columbus took out Tampa. And then Boston literally played like Toronto, Carolina, or it, it was Toronto. The only, no, the, no, it was Toronto, Columbus, and Carolina. Yeah, Those were the three right. teams they played to get to the finals. And then when they lost in the finals, it was like, yeah, but you didn't play any good teams. Yeah. 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 Is getting Florida season tickets worth it? I think this probably. year. They probably. They probably cost like $25. If, if you live in Southern Florida... <sighs> Why not go for yeah. it? Honestly, yeah. and with Florida even being in the division they're in, like you're gonna see some amazing talent for dirt cheap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, I, if you like hockey and you live there, absolutely. Like at yeah. least get quarter seasons or something. Yeah, I go to a few games. Yeah, I have quarter seasons up here, and it's expensive as hell, but it's worth it. 
You can buy game day tickets for five dollars each in Florida. Oh my, five dollars! Yeah. I once heard it was seven, so Guys, I'm not surprised. Let's just fly to Florida. Watch it would probably be cheaper to fly there, come back, than it would be to just see a game here. I pay over two thousand a year for quarter season tickets in Minnesota. Sorry, <laughs> two thousand for quarters in Minnesota. That what? Where, where do you sit? Front row. <laughs> Like Vancouver's. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Before you go off on this though, Minnesota is crazy about hockey. They are, but so are we, right? (laughs) Vancouver's a pretty big hockey market. That's two thousand American. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, here, admittedly, we're in the second to cheapest section in the arena. Yeah. But I pay about twelve hundred. Like for quarters. Okay, not well, then I understand that then. If so, yeah, if he's like lower bowl, closer to center ice, yeah, yeah. I could see 2,000. Oh, okay. A lot of Minnesota <laughs> wild talk. Would anyone like to be our Minnesota correspondent? Yeah. I would. No, you know what? I would love to hear a Minnesota wild fan have a conversation with this guy. <laughs> like, I would pay money to see that happen. Hey, if you want to call, I'm game. Let's yeah. go. It, no, the second Kirill Kaprasov signs a contract anywhere in the world. I want to hear your take. Yeah. Um, are you guys planning on going to any of the Abbotsford games? I think yeah, for sure, hundred percent. I will think the Vancouver us. boys will be at a bunch of hockey games. You will yeah. see us if you follow our Instagram account. We'll make posts about what games we're going to. If you want to meet up with us, yeah, you can do some meet and greets for sure. Yeah, we're gonna get a banner. A so, banner. Yeah, a little Vancouver boys banner. We'll just hold it. Okay. People can come. You can hold that. I'll hold, I'll hold the and banner. We're, we're gonna do. We're gonna shotgun on shotgun on shotgun. Yeah, we won't get kicked out for that. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. Now that Vertan is not on the team anymore, there's no more shotgun Jakes. Shotgun with the Vancouver you can boys. Be shotgun Jake. We have we have Jake. <laughs> uh, Jake every shotgun Jake. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you can come shotgun with Jake. Anytime. That's, somebody, that's our promo. Any, anytime sure. someone says Jake, <laughs> yes. Someone shotgun. says my name. <laughs> Jeez, I'm going to be shittered after warm-up. <laughs> hey, Jake. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Thoughts on the Flames going into this oh, season? Oh, yes. Uh, I love dumping on the Flames. I, I think they're so <laughs> overrated. I don't. If you're a Flames fan, uh, I'm sorry. It do, I don't think it looks good for you. I'd love to eat my words, though, because... What I like to do around here, but yeah, nothing against the Flames, but just yeah. it doesn't look good. I just think that, that so many people are talking about how good Goudreau is and good Monahan is and good Kachuk is, and I just I don't see it. All right, thank you everybody for all those questions. That was awesome. <laughs> there was a lot of them, so yeah. thank you guys so much. This is so much fun. Uh, we have a great time doing this. Like we love interacting with you guys. So. Keep up the questions, and uh, and we'll keep trying to answer them all. Yeah, you guys really overwhelmed our Instagram inbox this week. And uh, remember, that is at Vancouver Boys Podcast. So is most of our other stuff, except for Twitter, which is at Vancouver Boys underscore. <laughs> and uh, by email, you can always reach us at VancouverBoysHockey at gmail.com. Marcus. Yes, Jake? My guy. Take a look. At the time. Oh, Ugh. you're right. It's gotten away from us. It has gotten away from us. It's time for Tyler's Tyler Surprise, Surprise Headline. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. It just never gets old. It'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry. It might make you smuggle your pet into a strip club. It's Tyler's Surprise Headline. Oh, yeah.
Oh, that's great. It never gets old. Never we, gets we, old. We've got to change that. Yeah, that is the best <laughs> intro music I've ever heard. Just Tyler moaning once from like eight months ago. <laughs> yeah, it never gets old. I know. Mean, what is this story? <laughs> Tampa man hospitalized after setting himself on fire while allegedly trying to burn down home. <laughs> still in the home <laughs> no <laughs> the man was hospitalized with serious injuries after burning himself while trying to set a home on fire early sunday morning <laughs> a home a home right so not his own yeah police say massa broke a window at a home located in tampa Florida. and then, and yeah, then of course. we're not going to put an address here then tried to throw a bucket of accelerant into the home, but instead oh, ignited himself. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And caught him on fire. <laughs> holy shit, Florida man. What Karma's a bitch. Police say the Police say the residents of the home which were inside yeah, were not harmed. <laughs> oh, my story. And the God. house was also <laughs> fine. <laughs> okay, his goal was to burn people inside their homes, and all he did was set himself on fire. I wonder if he's even going to jail. Like, <laughs> I, I is that even a crime? <laughs> I don't think it. Is maybe like the only thing you yeah, can send him to jail for is trespassing. Right. Well, that and like maybe well, attempted bro- arson. No, well, yeah, I was thinking attempted arson, but is yeah. that is that like, a- he he did break their window, so it is like yeah. yeah so there's breaking at destruction, of- but he didn't enter. He just threw a bucket of gasoline through their window. <laughs> no, and on, himself on, himself on fire. fire. <laughs> yeah, set himself on fire. But you think if he's like he got gas on him, he'd be like, ah, you know, I probably should <laughs> strike a match. That's just a. <laughs> That's hilarious. Failed to light the house on fire and lit himself on fire. Legend. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Nah, great story, man. Never fail to make me laugh. <laughs> Those are great. Jesus. Oh, boy. Yeah, well, attempting to light house on fire, ignite self, <laughs> Mrs. House. <laughs> Mrs. House and sets itself on Job fire. well done. That's like, it, it, that makes me uh, think of like that movie, Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> With those guys that are trying to get that kid. Oh, yeah. All right, boys. I think that is all for us today. It's been a crazy episode which with so much going on. So uh, we leave you with that, and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for hanging out with us. Peace. Wait, no. <laughs> no, you took my thing. You took my no, thing. No, I say thanks for hanging out with us. Oh, fuck. You're right, too. Sorry. Okay, we'll tra- start again. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us. No, that's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> just say it. Just say it, man. That's been a great episode. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, Tyler. Why don't you end the show? Sure. Thanks for hanging out with us. No. <laughs> well, that was a great episode. Yeah, it certainly was, wasn't it? <laughs> Had a great that, time, boys. That, thanks for hanging out with us. See you on the next one. Peace. Congrats. You got it. Way to go. <laughs> That's perfect.
when I was saying peace was Marcus going to look around. He's like, peace. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why I thought Jake said what I always say. And then Marcus is, no. like, Marcus is like, what the fuck am I supposed to say? And then he's like, peace. <laughs> Which reminds me, you have to say peace again because I don't think we can use the one where you're laughing. No. Peace. <laughs> Perfect. Good job, there you go. <laughs> Holy shit.